Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a week where we saw the long-awaited debut of close personal friend of Stuart Broad, the Nighthawk, <laughs> this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. This is um, an interminable delay. Again, just to fill you in, helmet came out. It's, it's, it's the protocol, so you have to replace a helmet once it's been even gently rattled. First one was rejected by the Nighthawk. Is it David Gower? That was David Gower uh, talking about the Nighthawk. Uh, you're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke. <laughs> and, and, and what is the Nighthawk, Kat? <laughs> the Nighthawk is a, a new term for a night watchman, but only if it's Stuart Broad, right? Only if it's Stuart Broad, yes. It's, it's the baseball version of, uh, of the night watchman, right? It's also an inclusive version. It's not gendered. Mm, yep. It's not a night watchwoman or mm. a night watchman. It's a night hawk. I yeah. mean, I think we should just absolutely run with this, even if you're not in, in a baseball team. Yeah, I, I think that's right. So basically, yeah, instead of coming out and, you know, blocking the ball and doing all the boring stuff that uh, a night watchman has traditionally done, the night hawk uh, comes out and thrashes it around and tries to hit as many runs as they can at least that that's what that's what it was pitched to us as right yeah i'd like to think though that nathan lyon is more of a night maybe he's a night owl night owl i think there's already there's already a term for a night goat a night goat a night goat. Well, goats probably sleep at night time. Yeah. I think that's pretty appropriate for when Nathan Lyon comes mm. out. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. Uh, and we also, as you mentioned, uh, traditionally uh, the Nighthawk is just Stuart Broad, but we, we, we can expand it out a little bit for 
further, but Stuart Broad was the, the person who was first uh, given the role as part of the, the whole Basball thing. He basically teased it out, I think, at the end of last year. He's <laughs> like, was. oh, we're, we're really thinking about uh, bringing out this Nighthawk role and he's like changing his Twitter profile to say that he's the Nighthawk and he's making T-shirts and he's, you know, digging out a, a Nighthawk cave lair underneath stately Broad Manor. He's like yeah. really getting carried away with there it. There are already T-shirts out there, of course, because mm. Nighthawk has another pop culture reference yes. that I have no idea about, oh, but there, I know there, it does. There, there is a superhero called uh-huh. that, the actual Nighthawk, but this, this, this is better, I think. Yeah, it is. But it, it's interesting, though. Originally, I think I just thought that the Nighthawk was people who were supposed to be playing carefully, but actually they can't help but thrash yeah. at the ball. No, no, this is a plan. This it's is an a, absolute plan, is yeah. it? So, so yeah. So, once the actual Nighthawk got into action, uh, we did see what, what it involved. It involved uh, from the second ball he faced, uh, Broad basically top-edged one straight up into the sky and then uh, somehow tricked the bowler and the wicketkeeper into just staring at one another <laughs> as the ball landed in between them. So that's that's great Nighthawk stuff. There was some kind of magnetic force that yep. he just turned his Nighthawk eyes on them and they couldn't move. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, then then uh, you know, a few balls later he was clipped on the helmet and had a concussion check and just wasted about 15 minutes uh, trying to find a helmet that, that fit him and that's what we heard from David Gower. David Gower talking oh. about how the Nighthawk was rejecting helmets that didn't Fabulous fit him. Fabulous shenanigans there. Yes. Very reminiscent of uh, mm. is my shoe tied up tightly enough? Uh, is yep. there a piece of sparkle on that side screen? <laughs> yeah. So so Broad's clearly been Nighthawking since uh, 2013 or at least yeah. uh, foreshadowing Under- the Nighthawk. Yeah, undercover Nighthawk. Yeah, foreshadowing, so, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. And he was, of course, eventually out uh, the next morning for seven off 17 balls, which didn't feel very Nighthawkish at all. It felt oh. more like a traditional Night Watchman. Indeed. And, and why was this the debut of the Nighthawk? Hasn't he done this before? No, well, he hadn't had a chance to do it before. Oh. I, th- I think uh, every other time when they, they might have sent a night, night Watchman in, he either wasn't playing. Um, yeah, yeah well, or, it was a while uh, he wasn't playing. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, so this was his, his debut as the Nighthawk. And uh, if you want to know more about the Nighthawk, there is an entire <laughs> episode devoted to the topic on the uh, podcast that's hosted by friends of the podcast, uh, Dave and Mick Tickner. That's ahead of the eight ball? Ahead he- of the eight ball, yes. Ahead of the, the eight ball, ball yes. Uh-huh. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we only have time to cover the first two tests of the Border Gavaskar Trophy mm. in India. How's it going <laughs> for Australia, Dan? It's going about <laughs> as well as we expected, right? Yeah, I think it's absolutely meeting my expectations. Yeah, yeah. So, so just to kind of recap some of the highlights from the, these first two tests, we did have a lot of whinging before the first test, right? A lot of whinging about the pitch. Yes. Uh, not, 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 not so much by the players, uh, or at least not in public anyway they they were you know all very oh no it's same for both teams all, yeah all, all perfectly fair but a lot of the journos and fans got very upset about that about well not just the pitch we were playing on but they got upset about the pitches for forthcoming <laughs> matches as well right <laughs> yeah so that is classic classic mm. australia whinge about the pitch yep. uh definitely yep. so uh, did you get me thinking about uh, maybe there should be like a reality tv show about pitches and you get you know ground staff from all over the world just come together they all make a pitch and then you know like yeah. any good reality TV show, they get knocked out one by one until <laughs> they, you know, they, they, they find the, the, the best pitch. And, and I, I There's just a lot of air travel involved in this reality TV there show. There is, yeah. Curators flying in and out all mm. over the place, yeah. Very, very busy. Do you get the curators to do a pitch that isn't in their home patch? I think so. I yes. think that's the, the, the best way to Matched do it. That's up. the only way of testing their abilities, right? Yeah, they swipe left, they swipe right, they get matched up with mm-hmm. the pitch and then they have to fly to that location with yep. very little, with the, with their roller in hand With luggage. their roller, yeah. The, the, heavy, the heavy roller. You've got to check in the heavy roller <laughs> under the plane. <laughs> the light rollers. The, the light go. rollers carry on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, how do we come to some kind of uh, conclusion? Uh, it's just Twitter poll, I guess. Right. Uh, that, that, uh, and the only way to do it. And I, I, only reason I like it, I just want to call this uh, show Pitch Perfect. Oh, that is perfect. Uh, there you go. I, I'm totally on board with this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of pitches, uh, because of the turning nature of the pitches, Australia uh, had, had some new spinners in the team, right? They had nothing but spinners. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Australia had this many spinners. I know, they're everywhere yeah. all of a sudden. I, I just thought it was Nathan Lyon and, and the occasional Travis Head or Marnus, but no, yeah. no. Now we've got Todd Murphy who did well in his first test. That's right. He uh, was quite spectacular in the first match and then uh, Matt Kuhneman in the, in the second. Mm. So uh, there's there's a bunch of different spinners. Is there going to be some more new ones for the I, next, I, next I couple? I think they just add one, at least one, one new spinner every test. I hope they've got like six or seven spinners uh, by, the, by the final. Uh, final test match. Yeah. And of course, India had fewer spinners than Australia had, which is a good turn. Yeah. Events. Well, they pretend they have three spinners. They pretend yes. they've got Ashwin, Jadeja, and Axar, but Axar never actually bowls for them. They don't need him. No? So he's just like this professional <laughs> batter who comes in at number eight to bolster their batting lineup, you know, in the, in the unlikely event that they need uh, some some runs down the order. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, you could you could actually bat Ashwin and Jadeja as batters yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, but because of all this uh, spin talk and uh, the Australia did drop Travis Head before the first test. They they picked Pete Hanscom and this was mostly based on, on the theory that Hanscom was right-handed. Uh, they, there was a theory that Australia had too many left-handers in their top order. Uh, so yeah, Hanscom's right-handedness got him a spot and it got everybody very mad uh, on social media and the thing I like the most about <laughs> this is that for once they're upset at Cummins for not being leftist enough, <laughs> which I, I think is very good. Yeah. It was such a great con from India, right? <laughs> Let's pretend we've prepared to pitch that the left-handers are going to have trouble on. Keep all our left-handers yeah. in our side and that'll make Australia pick a bunch of random right-handers that they didn't want to play. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, great. Australia did go on to lose the first test by an innings uh, after they were bowled out for 91. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Alan Border had, had the could, uh, broke it down why Australia lost the test. He, he uh, attributed to Steve Smith giving the thumbs up to Jadeja after he beat him with a good delivery. He doesn't like Steve Smith giving thumbs up. Uh, when good deliveries are bold. And thank you to Alan Border. We never would have suspected that that was, in fact, the cause. <laughs> yeah. Well, our friend of the podcast, Tom Evans, correctly pointed out, if Smith hadn't given the thumbs up, JJ wouldn't have known if spinning one past the batter's outside edge was good or not. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, bad, bad, bad tactics from Steve Smith. Always good to give you know, cross-team feedback. Mm. How did Australia go in the second test? Well, they did. Well, I guess they did a little bit better yeah. in the second test. They they actually did do better right mm. up to the point when they suddenly collapsed didn't. in a <laughs> heap. Yeah, they suddenly didn't. Yeah. So anyway, at one point they had India seven wickets down in the first innings. Which yeah, they, they were amazing. still like a hundred runs behind. Yeah, mm. it was incredible. And yep. uh, then then of course the the, the middle order spinning bat. Batter yeah. experts came yep. in. Akshar and Ashwin got them pretty much level. Yeah, and I mean, only one run behind. Yeah, yeah. And then of course uh, Ashwin and Jay just decided that they would just knock Australia over in the next innings. Uh, yeah, in, in one much. session, more or less. Yeah, yeah, they started the third day in such a great spot, and then anyway, that it all it. ended. Didn't last very long. No. Yeah. Other highlights of that second test, uh, I did enjoy Australia had to have this new uh, next level tactic. I like to think of it. They mm. burnt all their reviews in the first half hour. They just said, "No, nah, we don't want them. We're going <laughs> to send everything." upstairs until we get rid of them yeah. and then they got all the tight umpires calls going their way and I think that's uh, mm. very cunning stuff from Cummins and McDonald. Interesting. They, they're working on the psychology of the umpires here who, who you know 
I, I, I kind of not give it to them because they know, know they've got no reviews. Yeah, so, I think yeah. that is a fascinating. I, you know, you, you wonder whether they're analysing that in the <laughs> in the background. You're, not that you want to burn all your reviews necessarily, but constantly reviewing also does put the batters under pressure, whether yep. or not they're accurate or not. Yes. Uh, we also had Dave Warner ruled out uh, halfway through the test or, or at the end of the first day. He had a concussed hairline <laughs> fracture of the elbow. <laughs> Yes, indeed. And so great that the concussion just came a fraction of a second before we realised that elbow fracture was Yeah, there. You, you had uh, you had some uh, <laughs> theories about I this, didn't you? <laughs> I had some doubts. I had some doubts. I mean, we all know that uh, fractures don't show up straight away on an x-ray, so mm. no point going to hospital for your uh, elbow to be x-rayed until we're absolutely certain that you have concussion. Yes. Uh, because the, the fracture will not show up till the next yep. day. So, you know, all absolutely above board mm. as far as I'm concerned. I meant that Matt Renshaw subbed in for... Uh, subbed in for Dave Warner and Renshaw just doesn't play normal tests anymore, does he? He no. either plays and has COVID or he <laughs> subs in and plays half a test. He's a very, very strange cricketer all of a sudden. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think he's a, he's a professional T20 player. Mm. and uh, yeah. which, which we never pre- – remember when he started? He was yeah. like this guy whose number one skill was leaving the ball mm. and he was like this dour partner to <laughs> Warner at the top of order. He's a very, a very strange career. Totally different. Anyway, uh, Gavaskar, Sunil Gavaskar didn't like Warner being subbed. He was on commentary and he was claiming that concussion substitutes are a reward for not being able to play the short ball. Wow, that's he, so he, he, was, he was ushered out of the commentary box <laughs> very quickly after making that statement. <laughs> that's so great. And uh, is, this, is this trophy still called, the uh, the Border Gavaska trophy? I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think <laughs> yeah, ba- ba- based on Border's uh, fury at Steve yeah. Smith's thumbs up and Gavaska's claims about concussion substitutes, it is the most boomer prize in world cricket now, surely. It is the most boomer trophy ever. And it's wonderful if we can have Border and Gavaskar on comms together just complaining about this series that is named after them. So great. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the thing I like most about Gavaskar's uh, claim about concussion substitutes is it's ironically the kind of opinion that only somebody who'd been hit in the head uh, several times by a cricket ball might come up with. Yeah. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, this episode is sponsored by Anala Stumps. That's, uh, that's the new mini podcast that I'm doing uh, after every day of these uh, Australia-India tests. You might have seen a couple pop up in the Can't Ball, Can't Throw feed. Uh, it's where I analyse the state of play uh, in two or three minutes each. I uh, just break down uh, the important facts of the day's play. So. And this is definitely a parody. <laughs> <laughs> Of a very specific style. Actually, it's a parody of two styles of podcasts. It's a parody of the uh, Let's Summarise the Day Play, Day's Play, which everyone does. But it's also a parody of this very interesting style of uh, podcast. It's, it's like a, uh, a podcast that talks about a show and doesn't really tell you very much. Yes. It's fantastic. Anyway, there's the, we, we do have sponsors on board for uh, for, for this particular show, Analyst Dumps. We've got Cafe Kirtley, the cafe where you can get a cup of coffee with no barista chat. We also had Netflix, which is not the one you're thinking of. It's an online streaming service that specialises in showing you flick shots of uh, cricketers practising in the nets. And, of course, we had Advanced Daryl Hair Studios. Advanced Daryl Hair, yeah, yeah. So search for Analystumps. That's A-N-A-L-Y-S-T-U-M-P-S. And and you do have to be careful with the spelling. And don't search the hashtag. There may be some other uh, (laughs) meanings for that one. Let's play. Are you smarter? than a fifth grade cricketer. 
All right, it's time now for Cat to do yet another quiz. Uh, we, we're still not sure whether Cat is smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. No. Nah. So we've got a got a new new quiz to check. The reason out. I have to be the contestant every time is that Dan just puts more work into this podcast than I do. <laughs> yeah. So most Cat, of Cat's the time, the talent. I'm, I'm just the producer working <laughs> behind the scenes. Most of the time, I haven't prepared a quiz in a, in time for this podcast. I'm still I'm still uh, I'm just going to completely distract this podcast now. I'm still astounded about our discovery that the headphones that we're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> You've got one headphone, headphone, one headphone on the ear, and the other headphone could just be flipped around, mm. and you can just rest it on your temple so that you can hear each other in fresh air. I had no idea that headphones did that. Yeah, modern so technology. I've just learnt something today that means I might have to go and have a nap to integrate <laughs> this new learning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, before you integrate uh, your new learning about the headphones, let's mm. see see how much uh, of the T Twenty World Cup over in South Africa that you've integrated. Fantastic. Uh, I was wondering when we would get to the the good Australian team. Yeah. Yes, yes. So speaking of the good Australian team, they are cruising through the T20 World Cup. They cruise through the group stages anyway. They're Mm. undefeated and have made the semifinals. So uh, this week's quiz, I'm going to go through each of the four matches Mm. that they played and I'm going to remove individual Australian players' contributions from the scorecard. And you you just have have to say stop when you think I've removed enough players for the opposition to have outscored them. Because, of course, we don't ever really need a full complement of the women. One or two of them quite quite often carry us. But this is going to be a hard quiz because, of course, the matches are in the middle of the night and I haven't watched any of them. And when you watch highlights, you kind of don't know really what people have scored and so on. So it relies on me memorising these scorecards, which... uh, Uh, We'll we'll see how you go. You you might just be able to piece it together. Anyway, (laughs) game one was Australia versus New Zealand. Australia made nine for 173 batting first. New Zealand didn't reach this total. I I won't tell you how close they got. But they did cry (laughs) in all the press conferences. I do remember that much. Okay. That that may give you a hint. Anyway, I'm going to subtract (laughs) batters from the Australian total and you just have to tell me to stop when I've removed enough runs from the Australian scorecard for New Zealand to have won with the total they they made. So they made 173. They had a fair bit on the table. Okay, we're going to start taking batters off. I'm going to start taking batters off the Australian scorecard. And if you get it exactly right, will you tell me to stop exactly right? Mm. I'll give you three points. If you get, uh, you know, Aussie rule style if you get you know one either side <coughs> I'll, I'll give you a point oh what about if i miss it by like 20 or 30 you get zero okay that's that's gonna happen all right so i'm removing beth mooney from the scorecard have new zealand won yet uh well no i don't think she did very well in this match all right. I'm, I'm removing meg lanning from the scorecard have new zealand won yet oh, bloody hell the meg lanning definitely made some runs did she make 50 runs i'm gonna i, I think she made a 50 uh, so i'm taking so no no we still Still, New Zealand didn't reach 100. What is that? So that makes 123. I don't think New Zealand made more than 100. So I'm going to say no. We've got to remove more than Megan Lanning. I'm removing Ash Gardner from the scorecard. Oh, God. Ash Gardner. The (laughs) $500,000 Ash Gardner. Did she make a 50 as well? Uh, I don't think so. I'd say we're down to about 100 now. So, okay, keep removing. All right. I'm removing Elise Perry from the scorecard. Elise Perry. Elise Perry, we've got Have 173 to yet. play with. Has New Zealand won yet? I reckon. Hmm, who have we removed so far? Meg Beth Lanning. Mooney, Meg Lanning, Ash Gardner, and now Elise Perry. Got to make it fair. I am going to say no, not quite. I don't think Perry. Eh, I can't remember, but I'm going to say I'll take one more up. This is like playing. <laughs> this is like playing poker. It's, it's, what's like, it, it's like playing some kind of card it's like game. Like deal or no deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also taking Talia McGrath off. Okay. Well, I, I can't. We can't take any more batters off. I'm going to say I'm going to stop there and say I think New Zealand have now won. They haven't quite won oh, yet. <laughs> they 
Austra- oh Australia God. are currently down to 81 runs, which uh, is five runs more than oh. New Zealand's 76. Uh, but you, you did get one uh, within one of uh, what I was going to suggest because the next one out would have been Elisa Healy, which would have taken us down to 36 runs. Okay. So, so, do so I you get, get one, one point for that. Point for one that, point because you got reasonably close. Reasonably close. Okay. So, so ooh, okay. I can get better on my next estimate. All right. So the next one, this gets slightly more complicated because uh, this is where Australia are chasing now. So Bangladesh made seven right. for 107 batting first. Uh-huh. Australia successfully chased down that target. They had balls to spare when they chased it down. I'm not of, gonna course, t- of course, they had balls to spare. I'm not going to tell you how many balls, though. In- mm. Instead, I'm going to subtract balls from the Australian innings based on the number of balls each Australian bowler bowled. So you just so Australia. W- I'll mm-hmm. keep I'll keep the Bangladesh total the same, but Australia will have fewer and fewer uh, deliveries with within which to chase it. And you okay. just have to tell me when the shorted innings from Australia results in too few balls for Australia to win. Oh, good grief! Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So let's begin. Uh, let's let's take Elise Perry's overs out of Australia. So however many overs Elise Perry bowled, that that's those are taken out of Australia's run chase. Do, okay. do they have enough overs to win? So that means she probably bowled four overs. I reckon probably that gives us 16 overs. Australia's still got plenty. We can take more off. All right. Uh, I'll take Megan Shoot out. Now do they have enough overs to win? Megan Shoot. Was she even playing this match? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just shrugged. Oh, my goodness. This makes it very difficult. Okay, well. <laughs> you, know, you know Meg Lanning gives all kinds of random numbers she at all. Even if she was playing, she may not have bowled. Quite often, every single person bowls mm. or – uh, and now that I know that maybe these players were not even in <laughs> the squad, that makes it very difficult. Okay, let's take. Yeah, I'm happy to take. I'm happy to lose her overs as well. Okay, so so all right. I so still think we can chase it down without 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 Perry and Shoot's uh, number of overs. Yeah. All right. Now I'm taking Annabelle Sutherland out. Mm, Annabelle Sutherland. I mean, didn't Australia make this total? They made one of their four matches. They made it in about two overs. <laughs> so, but I don't know which one it was. Was it this one that they chased it down? So can, can we chase down 170? No, no. But you better look. I'll, I'll go back to my original. Don't take Annabelle out. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you get one point. You, you should have stopped after Megan's shoot. Uh, ah, so right. at least Perry bowled just the one over. So that right. took it down to 19. Megan shoot did bowl the four overs. Uh, and Australia actually needed 18.2 overs to huh. run that down. So uh, Really? Yeah. So they definitely needed both uh, all those overs. Annabelle Sutherland bowled zero overs in that match. <laughs> she may not have played. See, I yeah. knew that there was going to be some trickery right, there. So you get one point for that played. one too. You haven't, got a, you haven't got it spot on yet. So yeah, we'll try right. again. Sri Lanka batted first and scored eight for 112. Australia had balls to spare. Mm. Stop me when you think I've removed enough overs to make it a fair contest. I'm taking out Darcy Brown. Darcy Brown. And which match is this? Is this... this is against Sri Lanka. Uh, they're chasing 113 to win. Okay. Take out Darcy Brown. Okay. Well, I'm going to assume she bowled uh, four overs. Let, let's take her out. I'm happy to take out the first one. Okay. Let's take out Grace Harris. Uh yeah, I think that's fine. Take okay. out Grace Harris. Let's take out Talia McGrath. Yeah, let's take her out too. Oh, wow. Let's take out Ash Gardner. No, don't take her out. You're, I'm happy to lose three, three overs, three, three, three bowlers. Uh, uh, hopefully no, they didn't all bowl zero <laughs> overs. Uh, 
But let's take them out. All right, you're stopping at Ash Gardner? Yeah, yeah. All right, full marks for that Whee! one. Hey. So Darcy Brown bowled one over. Yep. Grace Harris bowled three overs. Talia McGrath bowled zero overs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ash Gardner bowled two overs. So Ash Gardner would have taken that down to 14 overs with those four. And we wouldn't have chased it. Uh, yeah, because they needed 15.5 overs to win. Although they did it with zero wickets down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, fourth and final game. They just game. took their time. I mean, why hurry when you've got all exactly. of those overs? So what's the fourth and final game? Fourth and final with? game is Australia versus South Africa. You have five right. points now. Let's see if you can get another one on the nose. Mm. South Africa batted first. They scored six for I mean, I should be getting better at this. I don't think I am, though. <laughs> they scored six for 124. Mm-hmm. So Australia had balls to spare. Stop me when you think I've removed enough overs to make it a fair contest. I'm taking out Elise Perry. So, Elise Perry. Mm, let's see. Well, she only bowled one over in one of the matches. Did she get more overs in this match? This is this is the most recent match, right? Mm-hmm. So, this one is fresher in my mind. Not fresh enough, I say. <laughs> I'd say. But it is fresher in my mind. Oh, this is this is a real challenge. I want to I want to go back to the first one, but of course Australia <laughs> has has not been batting first. No. Uh, maybe they will in the finals. Right. So we're taking out Perry. Yep. You happy with that? Perry got some. Did Perry get some wickets? She got one wicket in this match. <laughs> How many overs did she bowl? Look, I don't know. Let's say that she bowled a couple of. Yeah, happy to take her out. All right. What about Georgia Wareham? I'm taking Georgia Wareham out. Georgia Wareham. Georgia Wareham, she definitely played and she probably bowled a couple of overs. Let's say that like, – I'm, I'm going to give them all two overs each because I've got to a- even this out. Let's say she bowled two overs as but well. You're thinking like Meg Lanning now. I am thinking like – you finally got me thinking like Meg Lanning. I, I could win this game if I was yep. captaining it. Yep. Um, okay, go on, take her out. Alana King. Hmm. Alana King. Uh, no, this is, this is a good to- – South Africa was a difficult match. It wasn't quite as easy. I mean, we still Australia still chased it down, <laughs> yeah, right. In plenty of balls left, but it was probably only it was only a few overs left. I yeah, think maybe. Uh, so no, don't take out Alana King. I'm stopping this. You stop it. You're stopping at Alana King. All right. Well, you 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 went one too far. You should oh. should have stopped at Georgia Wareham. Right. So at least Perry had two overs. Georgia Wareham had three overs. Oh, she had three. Um, which takes us down to fifteen overs, and Australia needed sixteen point three overs to run that down. So there you go. Mm. Uh, you get one point for that. That takes you to six points in total. I think that's enough to make you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. This was such a difficult quiz. <laughs> Hopefully, people listening can understand it. I reckon I should be. I'm definitely smarter than a fifth grade cricketer yeah. I'm, I'm smarter than a border and a gavaskar <laughs> for, for actually being able to even play this game and get the concept it was very clever thank you yes. dan no worries and australia play india in the first semi-final later this week and we will see how many cricketers they need to win here we are in the Muller Award, which is where we celebrate uh, interesting and wonderful and unexpected things in the world of cricket. And I think one of the interesting and wonderful things is... Isn't this band reforming? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, they're coming back. <laughs> Six and out of back. So. Six and out of back. Is that yes. going to be a problem for us? Oh, almost certainly. We uh, might be able to get a more up-to-date version of the song. Maybe. Two maybe there'll be some kind of remix. Yeah, We could get them to play live yeah. in our podcast. That would be good. I don't think we really could. No. So, so yeah. no. Yeah, All right. Speculating. And <laughs> so that's not a Muller nomination, the fact that not. they're reforming, but it should be. Yeah, maybe next week. Maybe once they actually do their first tour, we can go and... Uh, Six and out. Them. Play fabulous boomer venues around. Australia. <laughs> Come and see them if but only if you're over 55. Yeah. 
Yes. All right. What's our first nomination? Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first nomination, uh, I think it's Cummins, who must have been trolling. Pat uh, Cummins is nominated because he must have been trolling the English, right, when he said that Australia winning in India is a much bigger feat than mm. Australia winning the Ashes or even winning in England. Yep. Uh, so that... I guess it was controversial, but only for England fans. It was only for England fans. Yeah. They were the only ones getting upset. I think everybody else in world cricket knows that India is a, a quite quite a tricky place to win yeah. cricket in if you are not from India, wow. uh, which Australia are going about proving. So maybe Cummins is uh, maybe they're trying to support Cummins' statement by playing so poorly. It's like, see, England, we told you it was tough. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, th- this is the problem with having a big three, right? Uh, someone, someone's always going to be left out if yeah. Australia and India are playing. Poor old England feel a little bit left out. Their supporters get a bit sad if we. We, we mentioned that it's hard to win in India. That's right. And full credit to Gorilla Cricket, who are still commentating yes. the Australia and India series, uh, which is absolutely fabulous to have English people commenting on how they, they are, they're, they're kind of complaining about both teams equally because <laughs> there's, but there's no England there to yeah. worry about. That's great. But they would be, they'd probably be enjoying Australia's demise more than they'd enjoy any of England's wins, I would have thought. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Anyway, we can get the, the big three playing together, can't mm. we? We know a method for this. We do, yeah. We we need to get South Africa's three-team cricket up and running. I don't yeah. know why that disappeared. It was the best form of cricket there oh, is. It has to get up and running again. Yeah. So go for it, South Africa. Yeah. Maybe maybe this could be another uh, fresh, uh, fresh competition in India. That would be fabulous. That would be great. Uh, my next nomination, I've got uh, Mark War on commentary in India. Like he said a lot of stupid things over there. He's got, got, got a bit testy with some of the India co-commentators needling him and he's yeah. uh, been taking are the you, bait. Are you missing Shane Warne on commentary in India? Not really. I, I am because I think I would rather have Chain One than Mark Wall. No, anyway. I love Mark Wall because my my favourite piece of Mark Wall commentary this time was uh, he was he was. Uh Told that the two ends of the the stadium uh, that they played at in the first test were the north end and the south end, and mm. he was like, "Well, which one's which?" He, he couldn't work it out, despite the yep. fact there were shadows creeping onto the ground as the <laughs> afternoon sun set. It was just like, see if you can work it out, Mark. Yeah, which direction does the sun set? Call the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he couldn't work it out. Uh, but so yeah, that that was easily my favourite thing. Yeah, that's right. Spatial spatial directions, not yep. not people's forte. Some people have trouble with numbers. Some have pro- trouble with space. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, what else did we have in India? Well, in terms of Australian commentators in India. So was that was that the same match where where Hayden turned up to do some kind of pitch report in a very garish uh, cowboy hat, uh, hot pink, I think it was. Mm, yep, yep, that is. Uh, he's continued to wear it. He, he wears it now to all the pitch reports. So he's obviously oh got God. positive feedback about the hot pink cowboy hat. Yep. So good on him, I say. So good work from Matt Hayden and yeah. his, uh, his pink cowboy hat. Well, it's very hot out there. We, we mm. noticed before there, there's plenty of sun. Yep. And uh, you want to cast a shadow so that Mark Wall back in the commentary box knows where the sun is. <laughs> yes. Uh, still in India, but away from the Border Gavaskar Trophy for a moment. Well, um, th- this was some local game. I'm not, not quite sure what level it was played at, but a fielder uh, managed to completely outshine. Remember Michael <laughs> Nisa bouncing around the boundary and yes. making sure his feet didn't touch the ground at the same time as the ball? We all thought that was a bit of bit of comical nonsense from Michael Nisa. Yeah. An India fielder has completely outdone him. Uh. Uh, he did a little bit of dancing on the boundary rope as as so many fielders do except this guy ended it by doing a scissor kick <laughs> over his head where he kicked the ball back to his teammate launching outside the boundary rope kicking it while it was still in the air and uh yeah completed the catch yeah straight to his teammate i yep. mean this is definitely putting a challenge out there to to, to maxwell oh definitely uh, can you top this what bit of your body can you juggle with now <laughs> i don't want to speculate <laughs> It 
it's not going to be enough to just you know grab it with your hands, do a bit of uh, fa- no. fast footwork. That's on the so bo- passe. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to have time to go into the rooms, grab your helmet, come back, make it bounce off your helmet, <laughs> then yep. another shoulder maybe, yep. and then maybe like a hacky sack. Yeah, uh, a foot behind the behind your bum, maybe something yep. like that. Like, yep. uh, there's definitely a challenge, yes. uh, but go have a look for this. Yeah, it's fantastic. fantastic we will. I'll, I'll try and try and throw it in the show notes. So have a look there. Yeah, it's really terrific. And uh, I've got another nomination, which uh-huh. is uh, somebody broke the Barmy Army's trumpet over in New Zealand. So uh, they're they're looking for emergency repairs. They tweeted out, "Anybody know how to fix a trumpet?" And if if I if I were uh, uh, in New Zealand, I would put my hand up and say, "Oh yes, I'm a qualified trumpet repairman. I can fix it." And I would take their trumpet from them and I would keep it for all five days of the test. <laughs> That is so wonderful. And I also, you know, maybe the trumpet just spontaneously broke, but also who got hold of the trumpet? Like, how did this happen? I want to know the backstory. Did yep. they leave it somewhere while they went to the beer queue or went mm. to the toilet, came back and all of a sudden, whoops, <laughs> trumpet doesn't work anymore. That's a shame. What a shame. Very disappointing. Yeah. yeah. And we got one, one final nomination. Uh, and it's Jimmy Anderson. Yes. And uh, good on Jimmy Anderson at the ripe old age of whatever he is. 54 55. He'll be going yep. to see six and out any minute. <laughs> Um, he's average. He, he, he looks fabulous, by mm. the way, out there. He looks handsome as ever. He looks old, but he looks really good when he's bowling. And his average went below 26 for the first time since uh, his second test nearly 20 years ago. How incredible is that? That's it's crazy. I mean, he's on yep. the brink of becoming a top-tier bowler. Yeah. So good on him for sticking with it, I say. Anything could happen now. Mm. Mm. I originally wrote that, uh, that joke for Dennis. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what's happened to Dennis. <laughs> Well, whatever happened to him? Dennis would have enjoyed that joke. Yes. Anyway, so who gets who gets the muller this week? Well, I think Dennis would have given it to Jimmy Anderson. <laughs> he would have, but Dennis isn't here, so I'm giving it to Mark Waugh oh. for, for not knowing which uh, where the sun sets. Yeah, so. that is true. Muller worthy. Uh, Mark Waugh hasn't won one for a while. Yes. So congratulations to Mark Waugh. Fantastic. So you have been listening to Dan Libke and Kat Jones here on the podcast. Dan is on Twitter and so am I. And you yes. can go and find us at Lieb Cricket or at Cricket Back Cat. Dan has a massive amount of content. Mm. If you are consuming some of it, you do need to go and just subscribe to the Patreon. Yes. Uh, and listen to the uh, anally stumps. Oh, sorry. <laughs> analysis stumps. Analysis stumps, yes. Got to be very careful with that one. Yeah, it's a nice short one. If you think this one, this one's actually longer than usual. This is our longest ever this podcast. Our longest podcast. <laughs> this will be good for the people who've been complaining that yeah. it's too short. We get do get some grumpy people complaining that it's too short but if you want one shorter than this you need to go to analysis stumps yes and we will see you all uh next week sports social podcast network